Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello and welcome to Mind Podcast 80. This is Sananda Vashesh and with me is my colleague, Pramod Kumar Buravali. And it's just the two of us today here. Um, Adit is traveling again and uh, he just called us actually just before we started recording, but he had to travel unfortunately, but he'll be here by next week. And he quit inactive politics because of the controversy around the Jain Muni. <laughs> Did he quit the po- podcast as well? Inactive politics. In- inactive politics. That was so funny. <laughs> anyway, you know what we are talking about. We are going to talk about um, the entire controversy that um, uh, you know arose around um, Jain monk, Jain Digambar monk, which is very funny. No one has been using the word Digambar monk. Um, who addressed Haryana Assembly. We will talk about the controversy, we will talk about what he said and we will talk about our stand on it and um, we won't talk about the frivolous things about Vishal Dadlani. That's not important. He can be in the politics, he cannot be in the politics, he does not make any uh, impact whatsoever in whichever way. I think he He's, realized that he and realized that's that. why he quit. He's good making music. We'll, we, I love his music. So that's why I, this morning I tweeted this is probably the most, if he decides to stay out of politics it's probably the most sensible decision he has ever taken in life. But anyway, we will talk about things because there is a lot more serious issues to be talked about this um, particular issue. We will talk about that. Um, we will also talk about Kashmir. Kashmir is for 52nd day. It is um, in turmoil. It's in serious turmoil. Actually, today as I was coming in to pod the, uh, record this podcast, I just got the news that Tomorrow, as right now it's night in India, tomorrow morning curfew will be lifted from the entire state, for the entire valley for the first time in 52 days except Pulwama. Everywhere they're uh, saying uh, Mehbooba Mufti was in Delhi and she talked to Prime Minister. Before that, there was this dramatic uh, press conference when um, Home Minister Rajnath Singh went to Srinagar and they both addressed the press. And before that, there was there were equally dramatic tweets by um, uh, Rajnath Singh, Home Minister. He said that I am staying in so-and-so Nehru guest house. Anybody who believes in Jamhuriyat, Insaniyat and Kashmiriyat can walk in. Um, you know, that was a straight out invitation to anyone that was interested in um, solution could talk to him. So we'll talk about Kashmir as well. We'll talk a little bit about something that is worrying and I want promote to weigh in on that because that is, this is really his um, subject. Um, you know, this, these leaks that have been coming in Australian newspaper about our submarines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have published a piece about that and, uh, you know, about our naval secrets, you know, we, we really, uh, how much are we compromised and what can uh, the country do? What can we do about that? That is something that we will also talk about. Um, but before that, I want to talk about a very interesting thing. Uh, Diwali is, um, you know, far away right now, uh, but we're almost in with Janmashtami just gone by we have just entered the um, festive mode yeah. already uh, Indians with, are Ganpati, always, coming with Ganpati coming up we're already in yeah. the festive mode yeah. so what uh, United States Postal Service has after a long lobbying by many many people 
Hindu American Foundation and notably by Congresswoman, Tulsi. only Hindu Congresswoman um, Tulsi Gabbard. USPS, United States um, Postal Service has released a stamp for Diwali, which is wonderful. Did you see the stamp, Ramon? Yeah, and, and uh, although her campaign has been subtle, you know, she's uh, running for uh, um, re-election and she's also um, obviously getting hammered because of her Hindu identity. Yes. Um, but she was she, called a devil by she her. She steadfastly, <laughs> she did not lose uh, focus on the campaign. Mm. Uh, I did personally receive many calls um, asking them to basically do that signature campaign yeah, which I yeah, did I in my personal capacity too, yeah. and uh, yes. uh, it's it's obviously you know Diwali is a unifying civilizational festival more than just a Hindu festival you know yes. Jains, Buddhists and even Sikhs celebrated yes, so it's kind yes. of the, the yeah. vigor and the entire uh, I would say vibrancy of Hindu yeah, culture yeah, it yeah, reflects yeah, yeah. in uh, Diwali and when you have two percent of the population of Indic origin when I combine Hindus, Buddhists, Sikhs and Jains you are mm. almost two percent of the population here yeah. uh, if it were in any other place they would have had substantial flout and that's where we are lacking right now in the United States it's it's changing mm. with the Tulsi Gabbard who is not of Indian origin but she is Indic she is yeah. equally Hindu and she is a proud Hindu she is spearheading that uh, you know both political and social campaign which is great because in, in India if a politician takes up a social he is branded communal. <laughs> so a communal Tulsi is taking up our uh, lead on Hindu issues which is great. I am really happy. I know. That's, the, that's wonderful. Congratulations to everyone who made it possible. Yeah, yeah. And congratulations to United States um, Postal Service also for um, doing that, for accommodating these demands. It's wonderful. And we are also going to talk about, there is one more um, uh, open debate we are going to have and that is uh, about um, surrogacy bill which is a debate that I am I'm, I'm very torn about and I'm going to talk about what my issues are with this but with the surrogacy bill uh, a lot of people are saying that is this government our most illiberal government socially illiberal government you know with surrogacy bill and all these things are happening yeah. are coming around is this government becoming very very illiberal uh, we will we will definitely um, take that up as well. What are your initial thoughts about the surrogacy before we get out in uh, about the discussion on that? I have no opinion per se as a man. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, what a woman goes through as far as pregnancy is concerned or, or what she goes through when she desires to have a child and mm -hmm. is unable to have a child, I cannot have the temerity nor have the... Uh, courage to talk about it because motherhood is yeah. alien to a father as True. a father I can only rear my children I can take care of them provide for them provide all the uh, possibilities that I can yeah. but a mother does much more yeah. So I humbly want to recuse myself from this from commentary this on race surrogacy. I am all for adoptions. I am mm. all for people trying to become a father and mother in whatever capacity they can. But whether law can get into that picture and try to legislate that mm. process, I am very skepti uh, skeptical yeah. about it. Yeah, there skeptical. is. I I have my issues, and I will. We will talk to, um, uh, when we get to it yeah. in the debate. So uh, we will start our first debate on Kashmir in a little bit. Alright, so we go straight to Kashmir now and uh, we've been talking about it, we've been, Kashmir has been raging for the last 52 days, almost more than a month and um, it's hard for me to see 
the statements that are coming from uh, Mehbooba Mufti and I will say how. I am actually, I, this morning I said that Mehbooba Mufti deserves our support for what she is doing and I haven't forgotten her past. Mehbooba Mufti is a politician who started her career by being a soft separatist. She is someone who would go to these... Um, you know, processions of slain militants or terrorists and she would show sympathy or she would go to their homes and she would weep with the, um, uh, you know, women folk there and uh, she is someone who declared at one point that Sayyid Salahuddin is my brother. So from that point, but that is when she was, they were creating PDP, they were creating a place for PDP. From there, to what I saw her in the presser today and what I have been seeing her in Independence Day speech and before that, um, the speech that she made to civil society, it is a marked change. And I am prepared to think and I'm prepared to give her benefit of doubt and I'm thinking it is um, somebody who has come to power and has seen things from a different perspective and has to maintain um, uh, law and order and is completely to the wall at the moment. So what happened in the press conference was that, um, uh, you know, uh, Rajat Singh went to Srinagar. He gave an open invitation to everyone to come and talk to him. And I suppose he met about 200 people who had 200 different delegations, who were people in different delegations who had come to him. Finally, they addressed a presser and she came as a hawk and he came as a dove. And um, at one point, he even told her, but she was, she was furious. She has been furious she just cannot understand that um, you know she has been going on record to make statements that no chief minister has said she uh, which everyone knows but no one says she has been saying that these stone pelters come from poor um, families none of these um, separatists send their own children to pelt stones none of them put their own children in the harm's way none of them are um, putting themselves in harm's way they are sitting with the security and it's the poor children who are uh, being put in uh, you know in front of the uh, pellet guns and everything and she said something she speaks in favor of security forces she says if you attack security forces security forces have no choice but to attack you there is no reason for you to come out in a curfew there is no reason for you to attack a police bunker or a, uh, you know crpf bunker she has gone around saying all this on record how do you explain this change well when, when, we, when you started and you start explaining the change that she has gone through i thought that change is typical of any politicians mm. when he or she sees that their biggest benefactor's chips are down. Biggest yeah. benefactor in the sense, the outside world that she mm. might have thought in her early years, in yeah. the 90s, that they would anyway get independent. That mm. is why she was sympathizing, cohorting mm. with all of mm -hmm. these people, separatism or soft separatism as you call it. But as she saw the 25 years that have passed, the, the independence movement has not taken any momentum. Uh, you know, India is becoming stronger than ever. Yeah. Pakistan is becoming weaker than ever yeah. before. Yeah. The Islamic world is in turmoil. She, in fact, invoked that this is the first time I've seen somebody in a mainstream yeah. Kashmir politician say, say that India is so much better for yeah. a Muslim than any other person in the Islamic world. She, this is the first time she actually went and said if your grievance uh, is not met in world's largest democracy, yeah. it will not be met anywhere else. So whether world. it is realization, or whether it is change or a typical politician changing change. his or her We colors. should welcome it. We should welcome it because this comes at a risk to her life. Yes. This is again, she's putting herself in, you know, out there. 
and that means essentially the Indian establishment will continue to co-opt her, whether this change is genuine or whether this change is transient at this, at this uh, very juncture, we'll have to see. But it, this is a welcome statement she has made. Uh, all her statements have come with a lot of responsibility on her shoulders. Okay. She's gone and, uh, you know, basically gone to these victims who are, who are suffering from different sorts of uh, ailments. And saw that, all that. Uh, this brings us to another question now, very interesting question. While um, the chief minister is grappling with the crisis, here is another crisis. Does New Delhi have a Kashmir problem, a Kashmir um, solution or a Kashmir policy or a Kashmir strategy? Baluchistan could not be Kashmir strategy, so to speak, in the sense, if you raise Baluchistan, and I'm completely in favor of raising Baluchistan issue, because that puts pressure on Pakistan. So that's there. But can you raise or can you solve Kashmir problem only by putting pressure on Pakistan? Or do you have to do something else? And is that something else? Was it missing? And now with um, the, um, you know, uh, reaching out of Home Minister and Prime Minister spoke today in Monkey Bath as well. Is that changing? Do you think they were caught on a fall on a wrong note on Kashmir? No, I think every Prime Minister who is in, uh, in charge, uh, who at least has an independent line of thinking, I'm talking about Lal Bahadur Shastri, Indira Gandhi, mm. Uh, you know, even Rajiv Gandhi to a certain extent, um, they don't have any specific Kashmir policy, including Narendra Modi. Yeah. The policy is dependent on how the state of affairs of the Union of India is. Mm. Today, India is a $1 trillion economy, a $5 yeah. trillion economy very soon, maybe 10, 20. Mm. We're going to be one of the most powerful countries on the earth very soon. And I think everybody in Kashmir, whether he has, he or she has a little bit common sense has come to realize that. Mm -hmm. Now, the only problem, the only solution is economic development and making that Kashmir, Kashmiriyat a moderate, yeah. a, 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 a more moderate uh, sort of Kashmiriyat. Mm -hmm. Whether they can go out in the world and say that, well, we did face turmoil, but now we have a lot of development, mm -hmm. tourism coming back, Kashmir, everybody has a lot of stuff to do. Let them be devout Muslims, but they can be devout Muslims with a lot of things that they can, resources also. Mm -hmm. But no pro no solution will have a redrawing of the boundaries. That's it. This yeah. is gone. Yeah. India no, has gone way too far ahead. Yeah. Yesterday, no ISRO, ISRO sent up scramjet which will yes. make the cost of sending satellites 10 times cheaper than yeah. NASA does. 10 times. Where are these guys? No, so redrawing boundaries is completely out. Gone. Completely gone. out. There is no international huh. support for it, Kashmir yeah. independence, so to speak. Huh, that no. is also no. Finished. They can be independent, but outside of India, huh, they can yeah. leave. Uh, you will be given visas. Honorably, you can leave yeah, uh, with your bag is, and baggage, yeah. and we'll resettle our own people. There are a lot of ex-servicemen, a lot of people, Muslims who are willing to go to Kashmir. Yeah. So this amalgamation of Kashmir, that the kind of uh, lines that were drawn, the blurry yeah. lines that are drawn, will slowly got yeah. get erased. Now coming back to your uh, tagging it along with. Baluchistan. Baluchistan yeah. is a different issue because the state actually does not want to reform Baluchistan as a country and economy where there is a lot of resources which will benefit. You mean There's Pakistan state does Pakistan's, not want to reform? Yeah, it can, pa pa it considers Baluchistan as its colony. Pakistan's whole creation is not to nurture Baluchistan. It's, mm. use, it's u to use Baluchistan's resources against an anti-India front. Yes. They are not able to sustain it. Yeah. 
So these are two different uh, things altogether. Mm -hmm. And uh, so for Indian commentators, it may worthwhile it may be worthwhile to treat this as uh, separately because I do not think Prime Minister Narendra Modi meant Baluchistan as something of a diversionary, diversionary thing from. Otherwise, he would have in his um, uh, you know Independence Day address when he spoke about Baluchistan, he could have said about spoken about Kashmir too. He did not speak about Kashmir. That is something to be noted. He did when he spoke about Baluchistan, he did not speak about Kashmir. He spoke about Kashmir and Monkey which is meant for domestic audience 15th um, uh, August um, speech the whole yeah. world listens to yeah. it and so that is meant for a completely different international audience yeah. that is where he spoke about Baluchistan so it will you know it will help Indian commentators if they don't sort of juxtapose these two issues because I don't think PMO is wanting to juxtapose these issues and this brings us to another um, this thing uh, picture was a photograph was tweeted this morning from yeah. um, Shri Shri Ravi Shankar with Burhan Wani's father. And that was quite interesting. Yeah. So this means track two has already started. I do not, I have known Kashmir long enough to believe the spins on it that Burhan Wani's father had diabetes and he wanted yeah. to stay in a hotel, didn't stay in a hotel. No. So went to the ashram to stay in this thing. I have, uh, call me whatever, but I have seen enough of the world to believe that that's not going to happen. So, um, so there is definitely track two going on, and um, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar has jumped in in the track two. Uh, do you welcome it? The, yeah, the healing process comes through Sufism, Sunandaji. Mm. Sufism is uh, native to India. You mean is, we can is, change Burhanwani's father's absolutely. heart? Absolutely. Anybody, anybody who really believes in God, if if he's a Hindu or a Muslim or a Christian, will not try to impose his or her belief over the others. Mm -hmm. If you are in a geographical entity that has a history of very inclusive and they want to superimpose some sort of Wahhabi or Salafist or whatever mm -hmm. extraneous form that is really not digestible. It's like cancer. Yeah. that cannot be digested. It has to be basically taken out. Mm -hmm. So these, these people have to realize you can be Muslim, you can be devout Muslim, you can be very, very closely associated with your own set of beliefs, but at the same time, the majority who have been protecting their own culture for tens and thousands of years have felt really, really disgusted with these kinds of attempts at external influence and they've lost. They've yeah. completely lost. They lost in 47, they lost in 71, they will continue to lose for the foreseeable future yeah. because our future is invested into science, technology and the future is basically Com go completely going away and become from a trillion dollar yeah, economy yeah. I have a completely different uh, take on this picture and I will say that because time is running out so I will quickly say that I um, ha I kind of I'm okay I am indifferent to um, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar you know jumping in Kashmir thing and if he is able to provide some healing touch to some people I have nothing in uh, uh, I, I cannot comment about that that's fine that is completely acceptable but to think if anybody in New Delhi thinks that track 2 via Sri Sri Ravi Shankar or anybody will help, they are mistaken. The mm, solution will only come from PMO, the solution will only come from state government, the state will only come from elected uh, governments. These people, you know, unelected civil society and all this, they can help create help uh, and create some kind of momentum or help with this thing but i have no faith in track twos i do not have any zero faith in track twos when it comes to um, kashmir i don't think it will help uh, so but it was interesting to see burhanwani's father with sri sri ravi shankar and the picture that was tweeted it was quite interesting it did mean that 
uh, New Delhi has put some that is called track s- to people on job. The, and I'll stick my neck out here. It's called smart of living. Smart of living. <laughs> smart of living. And on that smart note, we will end this, um, uh, you know, end this section and we will move on to the next debate. So when we concluded that uh, Kashmir debate, we said that no outside forces that are in to Indian growth or India's story will be allowed, to, will be any stakeholders basically to um, the India story. That's Eastern, what we're talking about. Eastern, Middle Eastern or Western. <laughs> when I talk Western, I bring up that interesting case that is happening with Scorpeni. Yes, absolutely. Scorpeni you know. submarines, you know, yeah, it the has leak of classified contract data. with the French firm DCNS, mm. which basically was to supply us the technology, uh, basically built six uh, submarines in the Mazagon docks mm-hmm. and eventually have, we have an option to build six more. This is the project that Vajpayee had initiated in 99, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we are supposed to have about 25 conventional submarines and about 12 nuclear submarines and that's in motion right now. Mm. And what has happened is apparently this Australian newspaper leaked out that there is a possibility that the the sonar signature, sonar is pretty much like radar, you know, Mm. radar detects your flight and its uh, location precisely. Sonar detects the same for a submarine. Okay, it's sound waves that gets emitted from the object and you are able to pick it up. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently that sonar signature is out there somewhere in the hands of either a competitor or an inimical agency or uh, I don't know whom to blame it at this point in time. And interestingly, today, one of our articles was tweeted by a Brazilian reporter. I don't know if you have seen that. No, I didn't. I'll share that with you. Brazil also owns Scorpene. Ah. So, Scorpene as a technology has two different variations of the submarine technology. Mm-hmm. One is a variant that we initially signed the contract for, then eventually our guys realized that it's not air independent propulsion. Nahi hai. AIP mm-hmm. basically enables you to stay longer in the, this thing. The nuclear submarine can stay forever. Mm-hmm. And they have to only surface for getting replenishments in terms of fuel, food, vagera, vagera. Fuel, nahi, sorry, mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. AIP basically is a conventional diesel electric submarine which will enable you to stay for up to three to four months. Now, apparently, the six submarines, the main capability that makes it stealthy and will be basically able to go behind uh, your enemies and try to wreak havoc, that signature is basically out there. It's out there. Yeah. So, our guys are screwed. Yeah. Not really. Because mm-hmm. we don't know who took that. Now, yeah. the investigation... And there's no way of finding it. There's no way of finding it. And as soon as you realize that your signature is out, there is capabilities within India that you can change that signature. You can okay. change all the parameters. Mm. It will cost us much more. But I go back to this pet subject of mine that when you are dependent on any foreign agency for technology, this is bound, this to, is happen. bound to happen. खुद तैयार कर लो पंडुबी जो कहते हैं ना पंडुबी हिंदी में पंडुबी बनाने में अपनी सक्षमता है दोस्त क्यों नहीं बना रहे हो व्हेन यू कैन मेक आईएनएस अरिहांत इन विशाखापट्टनम न्यूक्लियर सबमरीन यू इडियट्स आर गेटिंग दिस फ्रेंच सबमरीन एंड सेइंग कि अच्छा हमारा टेक्नोलॉजी गया ये क्या है so make in india make in india has, should, yeah, has yes, to come to defense some technologies cannot be basically outsourced yeah. you keep doing this all the time ye badi badi baatein baddi baddi baatein baddi baddi log ye jo bolte hai na when you are sending a rocket scramjet mm. rocket isro's rocket is going up sunanda ji it's few only three or four countries yeah. have that technology aap isro wale ko usme bitha dijiye so what i am understanding from what you are saying is that scorpini uh, damage has happened but it can be contained but that is not the real issue of this out no, of this no, the real yes. issue out of this is that we should not be dependent on external agencies for any kind of defense purchases right. 
is is what you are saying tomorrow and this is a lesson china, to be learned yeah, from here tomorrow china attacks india mm-hmm. visakhapatnam you are sending out your scorpions to go and attack their uh, kilo class submarines or to attack their uh, nuclear ssk submarines to begin mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. chinese already know your sonar signature and ye kya baat hui yeah, I, i mean what kind of thinking is that so yeah. I, i i hope again under prime minister narendra modi and i see the spark of indira gandhi narendra modi that is yeah. why i keep saying that they look very similar in their whole uh, outlook this dependence on foreign countries except narendra for... modi has a lot more belief in the constitution of india uh, well, we'll, we'll we'll see about that <laughs> yes. we'll see you know right now the yeah. potential that he has exhibited is amazing yes. and i am hopeful that this leaks don't happen mm-hmm. depending on foreign technology is different from depending on foreign collaboration when right. you collaborate you learn ठीक our uh, listeners up to speed with that so a huge controversy broke out that um adigambar jain muni um uh, tarun ji maharaj i believe yeah. he um addressed um him you know um, haryana, haryana assembly. assembly and he spoke a few things but the main issue that twitter was completely outraging about was that he was completely naked well i found that a little bit um, you know i i found that misplaced outrage although whatever report i i do not know what he said i don't have the transcript of what he said but i heard, I, i read the report in indian indian express first and then i saw uh, saying i thought to outrage about um, quote unquote nudity is stupidity really because in india there's a tradition of naga sadhus and digambar munis and this has gone on for thousands of years i mean there is a reason why they don't wear clothes and there is a reason why there is um you know they are what they are and there is uh, this thing there is no reason to outrage about their lack of clothes first of all i mean it's not it's they're not out there um, for titillating our audience or anything this is some you know this is what the belief is what he spoke about yeah if i go by completely indian express has reported that is different yeah but Yeah. Digambar Digambar why don't you talk a little bit about Digambar tradition Digambar tradition and Shwetambar tradition there are two yeah. traditions where so Digambar munis basically used to roam around in the forest and mm-hmm. where they were away from civilization yeah. our naga sadhus are like that they go in himalayas and only come back for kumbh mela one and, event per yeah. year where they are and the same seen. thing is i think for Digambar sadhus also they come only at the time of pollution and, and that's what the public yeah. they do cover their private parts aisa bhi nahi hai but Know. you know the the whole thing is with renunciation and yeah. i'm very respectful towards jainism and buddhism and sikhism yeah. and our traditions have a way of changing uh, uh, you know with the societal times maybe yeah. in the in the near future these people who have a, a tradition that they are following might en- embed some sort of amendment in their own constitutions and yeah. go ahead with their changes yeah. i'm not somebody who will comment on that now anyway let's start with the beginning of mm. the speech mm. that he made the muni tarun sagar who is mm. a dingambara monk was invited to essentially give his sermon which mm. is a kadve vachan what we call it is harsh mm. truth mm. ki mm-hmm. you know essentially haryana ka kya mudda hai you know this khap panchayat ya yeah. female feticide no but first uh, of all he did uh, say a few good things about female feticide i do know but first of all are you okay with uh, any religious person addressing um, uh, assembly yeah 
Why not? Okay. Mm. Why not? Religion oh, okay is part of our too. life, yeah. Yeah. So, so in, uh, you know, his speech was basically for 40 minutes. All the MLA sat in ra- sat mm. in rapt attention. He talked about dharma and politics. Ki kya that inter- is what intertwining, the intertwining yeah, that's what the issue was. He, he basically went on to uh, also talk about duties of husbands and wives. How husbands have to protect wives and wives have to. Ye jo hamara traditional wo speech wala hota hai. Mm. Now, if I convert it into English. धर्म का मतलब इट इज नॉट ड्यूटी ये यही प्रॉब्लम है ना हमारे लोग आर बाइलिंगल टू देर ओन डिसटिस्फैक्शन ये जो हिंदी में जो प्रवचन होता है उसको आप इंग्लिश में ट्रांसलेट करके सुनोगे देन इट लुक्स लाइक इट्स वाइफ इज टाइट टू दस्बेंड फॉर लाइफ It doesn't. It's so anyway. The English so was for his, for the feminists. I'm sorry. One minute. Mm-hmm. I'm bold. Bold. Mm-hmm. They started go, going bonkers because it almost some probably they they already made up their mind that this mm-hmm. misogynist rant mm-hmm. is by mm-hmm. somebody who is uh, you know started commenting on the grave evil called female. You know. You know what he said. He said. No, person Politics who does not have a female child will not, should not be allowed no should not be allowed to contest election and become mla yeah. isn't that great yeah no he said a lot of good things about he so, said i'm telling jain monks and everybody that we should not take arms from uh, uh, the houses that have no female uh, child in them yeah, no. he did say those those things were good he did he did uh, say about thing i think the only part that he talked about i think the only controversy here was a should a religious head or a religious spiritual man be allowed to well this was Wasn't really interfering in politics, but to be, um, you know, speak in um, assembly. That is one that was sticking point. Another sticking point was what he said about politics and policy. He, um, you know, uh, has it's, it's a relationship of a husband and a wife, and it's duty of a wife to uh, listen yeah. to a husband and all that stuff. You are right about a little bit about the translation. You know, a lot gets lost in the translation. It, it they probably let them go and lecture this to the Pope, na? Pope, aage yahan pe yahan pe karte hai na? यहाँ पे यूनिफाइड सेशन ऑफ द कांग्रेस एंड द सेनेट बैठ के द पोप एड्रेसेस देम द पोप एड्रेसेस एवरी अदर वेस्टर्न डेमोक्रेसी यू नो सेम गोस इन इस्लामिक वर्ल्ड दे हैव लॉट ऑफ जहा पे लोग बड़े भड़कावे में आ जाते हैं इमोशनली स्टूडियोस आई विजिटेड लॉट ऑफ स्टूडियोस व्हिच हैव इमोशनल बैरोमीटर्स अपने लोग किस विषय पे भड़क जाते हैं उस विषय के लिए एक्सपर्ट्स ढूंढो उसको एक बकरा बना दो यू नो राइट दिस मुनी हैज बीन वेरी प्रोलिफिक ऑब्वियसली ही हैज टू बी टेकन टू टास्क ऑब्वियसली ही इज नॉट लाइकेबल बिकॉज़ ऑफ द ट्रेडिशन ही इज फॉलोइंग सो दे टेकन हिम टू मेकिंग हिम बट व्हाट वाज व्हाट वाज यू नो सरप्राइजिंग टू मी वाज दैट पीपल एक्चुअली वर शॉक्ड दैट यू नो ही वाज नॉट वेयरिंग क्लोथ्स डू पीपल नॉट नो अबाउट द दिगंबर ट्रेडिशन आई मीन दिस इज समथिंग सो दीस पीपल शुड हैव द पेशेंस एंड द काइंडनेस सो नाइस पीपल शुड शुड गो एंड गिव क्लोथ्स टू अबोरिजिनीज लिविंग इन द जंगल्स जाइए ना प्लीज मच्छर बहुत खाटेंगे आप मॉस्किटो ये लेके जाइए बिकॉज़ व्हाट यू नो आई वाज लाइक यू नो यू हैव टू गो बैक टू योर रूट्स एंड यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड अ फ्यू ट्रेडिशंस दिस थिंग इट्स नॉट द सेम एज यू नो इट्स अबाउट डिटैचमेंट या इट्स अबाउट डिटैचमेंट इट्स नॉट इट्स नॉट द सेम एज समबडी शेडिंग क्लोथ्स फॉर इंस्टेंट फेम और समथिंग इट्स नॉट दैट आई मीन इट्स देयर इज समथिंग मोर टू इट वी हैव हैड 
naked sadhus of all hues in hinduism yeah, so yeah naga sadhus so most not, famously it's not yeah, uh, so it's that, not something that uh, so i think this was another manufactured controversy yeah. and manufactured outrage there was really nothing more to it and uh, i don't see that uh, uh, as far as politics interference of politics and religion here i, I and, but i'm surprised they usually go after the uh, 100 crore people why are they going after this micro minority 50 lakh <laughs> chare, chare. i know why are they you know i have this in this conversation i know, you know they call quiet demure modest you know yeah. they're making uh, you know progress in their own small little way yeah. uh, why are they going after them inko kya kya eyeballs milne wale the you know they are not going after hindutva or they didn't you know, they didn't clearly i think sometimes they they they, they, they don't know about short term issues or they don't know the digambar yeah. saints sometimes they forget ki jains or uh, you know congress government had uh, declared jains as minority and they forgotten that oh, <laughs> so Swami they don't Chandra, understand that Swami, i know Chandra. yeah they all right forget, so they forget their own roots they forget their own roots absolutely so we'll um, uh, you know we'll stop this uh, debate yeah. and we will come back with the debate on surrogacy bill yeah. in the next part Okay, so that brings us to the last part of this um, podcast, last debate of the podcast, and we are talking about commercial surrogacy bill. The ban has been put on commercial surrogacy. It's very important to bring in that point, commercial aspect of it. Now you're not able to get pay money for somebody to render womb. womb or to carry your child or carry your baby. Uh, <clears throat> there has been a lot of criticism about it. a lot the government's point of view is that they want to stop exploitation of women so what happens is a lot of um, poor women or you know they get sort of sucked into this yeah. for easy money or something and it's it's hard for them and their lives get ruined their health get, yeah. gets ruined and it's it's emotionally also it's huge you know because you've carried somebody's child for 9 months and then you know there is nothing you give yeah. the child away and something so they feel that it's exploitative by nature it cannot be uh, saying so the government says if you can find somebody in your family and they are doing it for altruistic uh, purposes somebody in your family is ready to do or somebody you know a friend or somebody in your society is wanting to do this for you go ahead the government is not going to interfere but you will not be able to do it with money anymore you will yeah. not be able to buy surrogates anymore is what the government's position is I am divided about this. I have known a lot of friends or a lot of women who have delayed pregnancy for multiple reasons. Some women could not conceive or some yeah. women were busy too busy with their careers or they were doing certain things traveling or something and just weren't able to do it. And by the time when they realized that they uh, you know it's time to bear a baby it's too late or the doctor say that you know you cannot do it without risks at that time they have and they don't want to adopt so at that time they do go in for commercial surrogacy they say we cannot always find people to um, do it for us and in indian society it is very difficult to sort of convince your family it cannot be a family thing typically what couples do it they they do it in a lot of you know discretionary manner or they do it quietly right. they don't they don't no, go around no, telling no, who the yeah. surrogate is what yeah. is going on it's it's hard to do that so so i am divided is all surrogacy exploitative some women tell me no they are able to give the surrogates good amount of money and uh, you know they are able to lead their lives well as well the government says no there is lot of exploitation going on so as of now there has been a ban on this so i am not sure how this will go but i don't understand if the courts and if the government can 
interfere in something like this if a woman does want to rent a womb or if the woman does want to earn a living by doing this sure it could be exploitative sure it could um, ruin her health or mess up her emotions but she's wanting to do it so can you um, put an end to it what can a government interfere in personal matters is my question you know ha trying to have a baby or trying to have a person that you can pass on your you know values your you know whatever you want to uh, imbibe in that uh, next generation is the sweetest thing for anybody yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, whether it is yeah. adoption or surrogacy if they are done with uh, a lot of good intentions you know yeah. it's not to be exhibited to just to add to the population number so yeah you know all of these uh, really surreal reasons that i sometimes find but at the same time as a as a person uh, as a man I, I i doubt very much that you can really understand the emotions of a woman who wants to be a mother if they want to be a mother that is the most important thing for them and so it's the same thing with the father too yeah but, uh, should the government come in between i really don't know about it you know mm -hmm. that is the most personal private societal uh, uh, you know want or a yeah. need and uh, government has no say in that whether uh, it is exploitative or not now if there is a racket a sort of a racket that's happening where poor women in some uh, neighborhood are completely getting exploited by some arab sheikh or some uh, loner millionaire out of yeah. uh, somewhere chile or peru or whatever it is yeah. that's the different uh, that's a different scenario yeah. but i think how do you tread a fine line where it does not become exploitative and the women who really would like to benefit from surrogacy are also not stopped i don't know this is this is a tough one out there and yeah. the government has been painted as illiberal government yeah. has been painted as um, interfering in women's lives or private matters of people um, but as i said i see valid points on both sides this is one rare debate yeah. where i am kind of seeing good valid points on both sides and i am really not able to make up my mind uh, i am divided i think we need to as of now the government yeah. has banned it i think we need to see how it pans for a little while and um, see how it goes at the moment but i i am kind of but i do see that there will be loopholes around the thing now what is going to happen is that people are going to pay money but now it's going to be under the table yeah. see that's another problem with these when you yeah. when, the, when the government imposes anything then somebody else finds a way way out so what is going to happen now now it is not going to be out in the thing now doctors will be scared and everything because they will be saying so now there will be um black marketing of uh, uh, so to speak but not stuff. at such a mass scale not a mass you, scale will because, happen you know there is a problem uh, as far as exploitation is concerned you see what uh, some in the west try to indulge yeah. in the poverty tourism no the that's poverty, true but uh, how do you now pain. how do you now ensure that because what women who will indulge in it they will so then somehow they will now try to show that no one got money no one did this so there'll be caution of another kind now that's what i'm worried about but, but the rewards are not worth the risk for a doctor to deliver the baby unless you're i mean it's such a risky venture yeah. that it, a, a, a what is that a, a uh, remember those ladies who used to be there in in the villages who yeah. used to deliver the babies yeah. unless you engage that sort of a person who to come midwife it's yeah, a midwife it's right midwife. Yeah. It's, it's just not, not worth it not it's worth not it. worth it for the doctor uh, those, also yeah, yeah. 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 
we'll see how it goes as i said i am i'm completely divided on this i just hope that we don't have a complete parallel market yeah. of this where women um, you know uh, will adoption, be exploited in adoption the- is a very good ground that can be encouraged that is one thing that i've always felt is the most noblest and the same thing you can do is to adopt somebody who does not have the same mm, luxury yeah. and comfort even if you have children if you can do that service to the again society. you can only encourage it you cannot force people to yeah. do it yeah, in, in, it, in, right. in, 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 a, in a in a democracy you cannot yeah. force people to do That's anything right. one right. can only um, yeah. encourage people to do certain things as i said what the government needs to now understand is that i hope there are no um, uh, you know uh, side you know this markets right. developing where you know your underhand dealings happen and women are exploited anyway right. so that needs to be well, they stuck their necks out and legislated something that i don't know if it was important or not to legislate or yeah. if it was becoming an endemic or an epidemic of sorts we don't know at this point But they've done it so we'll you know, see. they have to yeah. follow through with it we'll see how it goes okay so that brings us to the last part of our um, mind podcast and that is recommendations for the day what are your recommendations my you? recommendation is to for people in the united states if it is uh, available um, at a red box near you please rent this movie uh, of Sri, uh, the story of srinivas ramanujam the man really? who knew is it I, yeah. i just saw it yesterday night really? i tweeted and on facebook also put that uh, uh, story there is a book also i'm going to uh, you know read that book on kindle it is that relationship the tumultuous yet very beneficial relationship between professor hardy Mm-hmm. and uh, srinivas ramanujam who at the age of 32 passed away had he been alive in 1947 he would have automatically become the first uh, you know director of there's indian institute of there's a movie also yeah there is a movie that is the movie i saw yesterday i haven't read the book oh so you there's watch a book the and a movie ah, okay so you watch the movie yeah and i'm going to read the book too so ah, i want to tell me something to... about the movie well the movie was extremely well uh, you know articulated and uh, the travels of uh, the dev patel dev patel, patel acted very maturely and uh, it is the story of his struggles to showcase his skills and how the british did not really accept somebody saying that ma kali was telling him all these theorems when all of these theorems they were trying to prove in a very structured format and professor hardy wants uh, you know ramanujam to try to prove it in the templates that they have already set and, wow. and ramanujam is like well these come to me why should i prove it you just check it out if the answer is true you know all of these probability equations uh you ju- you just have to publish it and they don't want to publish it because he has no degree he has no phd he's mm. not trained in the methods that they follow in the trinity college in cambridge interesting and that is the kind of oh my goodness ah, you will love that movie i know i yeah I, i strongly it. recommend I had that i tears movie. in my eyes because he passed away at 32 half of oh. his theorems are not uh, uh, he have not been deciphered yet wow. now the recognition has come in Uh, but uh, imagine at ni- in 1947 had mm. he been alive just like sir c v raman or your vikram sarabhai he, he would have been the head of indian institute of mathematics wow wow so, so and our age story. would have been a very uh, uh, you know highly advanced computer age under his hand i know project tragic story yeah. anyway i um, you know once a year i want to tell my readers once a year i go back to classics and i go back to jane austen actually once a year because i i find her uh, a very 
fine writer and I get a lot of ideas about writing from her because she writes so well. So this this time of the year, I always go back and I read Jane Austen again. So I, you know, last couple of days, I have been reading Pride and Prejudice for no. I don't know how many times. I, I was hoping you would not say Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I read Pride and Prejudice and I was The just, character of Elizabeth. I, and, know, uh, I was just admiring how yeah. well Jane Austen had etched those characters yeah. you know in a fine fine manner it is such a anybody who's trying to write anybody who's yeah. trying to learn anything about writing there can be no better teacher than Jane Austen right. in a small in a small canvas she did not have a big canvas remember she was only talking about the families and she wasn't talking about macrocosm of countries or anything she was talking about small families small groups small things and she was able to say so much about that so you know go back to Jane Austen and go back to Prime Precious pick did anyone I, re I recommend Jane Austen once a year to everyone did you see that movie adaptation also yes I saw the movie adaptation also so everyone should go back and read um, yeah. you know something about Jane Austen I read Pride Prejudice last week so that was wow. my recommendation and with that we come to an end of this mind yeah. podcast 80 we will have other next time and we will all be three musketeers next time back on mind podcast so um, give us your uh, you know recommendations talk to us if you want if you have any recommendations and if you want us to say them please send them to us yeah. and we will we will be happy to uh, Sort of broadcast them from here if you like what to, what we say if you um, you know really appreciate what we are doing do like mind makers on facebook and follow us on twitter follow us on uh, you know read our um, content phenomenal content has been coming out in fact today there is a beautiful book review um, on a book on diplomacy that uh, Harita Pusarla has written. So there is so much going on in Mind Makers. Um, do follow us and keep giving us your feedback. Thank you so much. This is Sunanda Vashisht. <laughs>